Welcome to Gifted Radio Show with your favorite host, Shani Summon Godfrey. The Gifted is here to vocalize excellence, where we feature men and women of God across the globe to showcase their gifts and talents, the kingdom builders, movers, and shakers. To be a gift on The Gifted Show, email info at shinysummon.com. Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Let's Talk Tea Podcast with your favorite host, Shani Summon Godfrey. I am joined by a phenomenal boss lady from across the globe this one of god is so amazing she do a lot she's an entrepreneur she is a author she is a mentor a coach so much hats that she wear and i'm excited to hear all about it this evening so i'm going to turn over to my guest of honor so she can introduce herself boss lady please introduce yourself to us all right my name is okay i'm from nigeria I am a woman of many parts. I am an author. I published about four books. I'm an entrepreneur. I have several little businesses across Nigeria. I have, I'm a coach. I help people make decisions. Probably I'm applying them as a clarity coach. This is I help women make decisions that they would regret. I am also an humanitarian. I have an NGO in Nigeria, Club of International, which basically empower women with startup funds to support their businesses and we have teenage girls and women that basically also. And also, I'm into ministry, basically women ministry. So that's a little bit about me. I'm so happy to be on this podcast today. Thank you. Awesome. I'm excited to have you. You have multiple businesses. Let's start there. Tell us about your businesses that you have. Okay, so um, I believe in um, women's financial um, empowerment. I believe that when women are financially empowered, they can do a whole lot of stuff, you know. Uh, That's actually... um, um, motivated me to start my businesses. So first, I have a consulting site. This consulting site goes for consulting is for small businesses to scale. You know, in my country, I realized that many people, you know, want to start a business, but they don't know how to go about it. Some start the businesses, and then the business doesn't in the last one year, two years before it goes down the drain. Okay, so I noticed this gap, and I thought, okay, how can I help these businesses? So I came up with Goodstart Consulting, and I'm a site consultant. Actually, I have um, a degree in marketing and a master's degree in business administration, so I help businesses, you know, with their businesses. And then I also have a retail business that's brighter outfit. We do everything, weddings, decorations, and all of that in the business. So, and then I have a coaching business, which is what I'm properly known for, especially in the online space. This coaching business is actually to help people make better decisions. We call me the clarity coach. You know, I realize that many people most times they get too confused. They don't know what to do. They have this issue of personal self identity, personal discovery, and a transformation, and all about living a whole balanced life. So I help them. I bridge that gap in helping them find their unique purpose, find their unique voice. I need a life that is void of comparison, void of competition, 
a whole life kind of. So this business, everything I do actually um, connects with a greater purpose. That is helping each person live a life that is totally fulfilling and rewarding. And that is what all my businesses, you know, is all about. Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. And one common thing that I see your business have in common is helping people to change their life and helping people to keep their business open, right? So was it easy for you when you start your business? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it was not easy. Not at all. It wasn't easy. You know, um, my, my story is a little bit um, um, different from the regular woman. I was, why did I say that? Okay, so I used to be, um, I used to be married. You know, I used to have um, a, a good home, so to speak. But um, along the line, got so abusive, you know, very abusive, physical abuse, emotional abuse, so draining, and then it was worse. So at a point I could not take it again, I had to leave. You know, I had to leave. So I had a bit a bit of business before then, but all of those things happened and then it went down the drain. When I left that abusive marriage, it was me building a life from ground zero. You know, so I started a new business with a baby that was just a bit over um a year old. So um building a business as a single mom was not easy. But I was able to buy all herbs. I was able to at least I built three new brands after my divorce, and it has gone ahead to become global brand. It was not easy. There were times of self doubt, like I'm not sure about what I'm doing. Am I going to scale? What is going to happen? Yeah, but I, I, I give it all. If, you know, it requires time, prayer, you know, mentoring, coaching. I decided to lean on the shoulders of those who are successful in their businesses. I I sub, I submitted myself to training. I did a whole lot of stuff just to ensure that I, I I did not fail in my business. It was not easy, I must say. There were times when I had losses in my business. You know, I was wanting to say, what, what, what am I not doing right and all of that. But in every of these, I never, ever, ever, you know, um, I, say, I never, Meet the God part of this because I realize that everything in life is first spiritual before physical. Whenever I'm at that crossroad, I don't know what to do about my business. I go back to my vision board. Why did I start this business? You know, I go back to see my son in Um, I believe I'm doing a lot, a lot of things to better his life. I go back to see that I have a bigger future in front of me, and then I look at people that I inspire. Also, all of these things come together to give me that just continue pushing, to continue, uh, you know, getting better in my business. And I'm so grateful that today I can say boldly that I have three businesses that are thriving and one that I'm just leaving. Wow, wow, wow. Listen, your story is getting me fired up, okay? Because I love a story when the devil tries to break us, right? And the Lord brings us forth. So I'm like, wow, powerful, powerful yeah. testimony. And I love yeah. how you said you were divorced. And something about getting a divorce that messes with our confidence, right? And 
Yeah. Sometimes we mm. think we're not good enough, right? Because here we are, exactly. we're divorced. <laughs> what will people mm-hmm. think when we're building a business trying to tell you how to get your stuff in order and we feel like we failed, right? So yeah. I love how you touch you touched on that and showed us that listen, we bend yeah. but we don't break, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, at the point you have to start my business again, I asked myself, you feel in a marriage, how do you think you're going to succeed in a business? If you can't manage a marriage, what do you think you're going to succeed in a business? And I told myself, it was not my fault. I tried everything. I fought for that marriage. I did everything. But we're not just working. So my marriage and my business are not the same thing. My marriage and my relationship with God is not the same thing. I, I decided to, you know, um, I, I started to look beyond my failures. And I said to use my failure as a stepping stone as a building block to build a beautiful edifice that I have now. Now I'm coaching women who are in marriages. I coach singles who are about to get married. I coach even men, right? So if a failure, so to speak, like me, could go ahead to build, you know, multinational, I'll call it, the global brand that is great, you know, uh, and then it's traveling very well. I've gone ahead, you know, to do the coaching business. I've coached over 2,000 plus women who are now doing great in their careers and family. The funny thing is that when we, when married women come to me and seek counsel, never have I, maybe one or two officials, have I you know, told, told the woman, this is a marriage. No. Instead, I try to make them see reasons why the marriage should work. So um, I, I, I can say that. My failure in marriage has never affected any part of me. And God's so good. Even after I had that, you know, um, downtown in marriage, God later smiled on me. Like, okay, you know, I had a failure in marriage. But now I'm so happy even in a relationship that is God-filled, is divine, and just everything I've ever wanted in a, um, in a relationship. So I would say God compensated me for the loss I think I had in that first one. And then he compensated me in every way, maritally, spiritually, business-wise, and career-wise. You know, I believe that whatever it is that we're going through, uh, God is always there for us. The thing is, we must never forget the God for ourselves. Never. You know, he's always there. He always dedicates us. He always comes through for us, you know, every time. Wow, all I'm saying is wow, <laughs> because listen, listen here, let's talk to his family across the globe. This is a perfect example of resilience, right? We can't go yep. into, first of all, I'm all about the entrepreneurial mindset, and being an entrepreneur goes beyond what we do and the products that we sell is who we are. And a part of who we are, we have to understand how to, one, overcome obstacles. And that means personal Mm -hmm. obstacles, right? Like Mm -hmm. a divorce. Or it could even be Mm -hmm. a business partnership that didn't go well, right? Mm -hmm. And we have to learn to overcome those obstacles. And I love how you say, I started off blaming myself, and then I had to realize this is not my fault. We have mm-hmm. to give ourselves a race. This is not my fault. I did everything that I could do. And that comes mm-hmm. with sometimes when 
we don't see a certain level of success in our business at first, we have to look at ourselves and say, listen, I did everything that I could do. This is not my fault. Some things is just life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I think it's just the idea, actually. You know, the rest I'm going to really blame myself. Those were tired to my feelings, you know. I blame myself. I felt it was, you know, it was not about something I was not doing right. I cried for so long. I blamed almost everybody. I won't blame God, because I said, God, I don't do anything behind you. I said, don't go into this. So why did this happen? You know, I did everything. I, I, I was hurt, right? It was after I submitted um, therapy, I would say, or um, coaching, actually. Coaching really helped me understand. Um, I committed to coaching. I healed from the trauma. I forgave myself, and I forgave the other person. Because I realized that I can't move forward if I do not forgive myself. You know, and I forgive myself really helped my healing journey, and that is in my process to becoming who I am today. I believe that if I'm still us, I would have been stuck somewhere at the back, always beating myself up, always blaming the other person, and I would never see anything good in me. But I started to, you know, I mourned for a period of time, you know, for months and months, and after a month, I feel, you know, I submit myself to healing more like a, um, you know, a period of rejuvenation and transformation. So after even I ask myself, now that we are back again, what do you want to do with your life? So I ask myself such next question, who I think I was, who I am currently, and who I visioned myself to be. So this thing helps me to build, you know, to draft a new life for myself. I, I casted the new vision, make it very clear, and I began to work towards it. And God has been so gracious, I must say. He has really helped me in many ways I cannot even imagine. You know, many times people would think that um, a single mom um, would never probably amount to something, especially in this part of the world. Typically, being a single mom, you are like a second class citizen. People want to treat you like they want to, you know, bash you, they want to just say, you are nothing, you know. And then I had all of these moments also when people really stigmatized me, but even my friends were not willing to be my friends again because I think single motherhood is um, a kind of a sexual disease. Probably if they make friends with me, it's going to affect their marriage as well. They actually left me and of those things. So those people were very, they, they were trying times. But I held on to God, I held on to the vision that I, that I, that I received, and I, you know, I was focused. And now, all of those people want to be my friend again because they can see that, whoa, she's not hokey, she is, she's not violent, she's not well-known, people are not referencing her. She's over there teaching this, teaching that, coaching people, watching media interviews, making good money. Now I want to be a friend again. And as a matter of fact, people said if you have a single mom, I would never, 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 never find love again. Or rather, I would never find love with uh, a perfect man. They think probably I'll be the third, fourth wife of somebody. And as God will have it, He gave me a very single available guy who worships the, the floor that I walk up. So I would say that I am an example of a lady marvelously helped by God. Why? Because I never allowed my limitations or supposed limitations 
it sets a bar upon my upon my head, upon my life. No, I believe the 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 values of God upon my life, which is that He has a plan for me, a plan of the best of life, a plan of the best of future. I held on to that, and it worked for me like magic. That is powerful. That is so powerful. You know, you said something, and I want you to share a little bit about how you handle that. Because you know what? Sometimes the same people that speak against God's will for our life and speak mm-hmm. against our success and our future is the same ones that come back and say, mm-hmm. I want to be your friend, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I get right. that a lot, <laughs> right? And speak to the listeners that they're in that season of their life and they're saying, you know what, when I was down, nobody wanted anything to do with me. And now when they see level of of success in my life, they want to be my friend. How do you handle that? Okay. um, First thing I did was, is there a picture of who I have and I am not? You know, many people know who they are, but they don't know who they are not. And if you don't know who you are and who you are not, you're likely to attract the wrong people to you. Or rather, you're likely to um, project an image that is not yours. So when people left me, a lot of people me because they feel I'm now like a king. I worked on myself. I told myself that he, they left. But just like Joseph, you know, they told him, but they came back. You know, to, to pay homage, to bow before him. You know, what did he do? He he, he sharpened his skills. You know, his talent. Joseph had the, the the gift of dreaming, of interpreting dreams. So he sharpened that skill, even while in a foreign land, while in slavery. And that particular thing, you know, made way for him. So what I did was, I sharpened my skills. I gave life about any I have. You know, I unlocked every of God's potential in me, and I began to put them into work. So many, when I do coaching, when I when I when I um, help people more like counseling, make decisions, many of them go ahead to think my favorite. Oh, I was at a crossroad at X Y Z time. I reach out to to, to see he helped me with my decision, and now I'm better for it. Now these people that left me would see those testimonials. And then they come to me at their own course that to me, okay, actually I have this problem, can you ask me this? What do you think I should do? So they gradually came back because they needed me to help them make some decisions that they got stopped in. So it was not me proving a point to them. It was them seeing those things out there and then they found their way back to me. I always tell people that if you are short in stature, like if you are a short person, like you are not tall. You need to um, unlock a particular thing in you that will make a whole person to come to you. You know, being short, naturally, people will think, you're short, you can't fit this role, you're short, you don't need it in this place, don't fit into our clique and all. But if you are short, but you carry power, you carry value, you are, you are so great enough that you cannot be ignored. The third people will come to you asking for your counsel. If you think you are not beautiful socially, I believe nobody is ugly though, but people believe that some people are actually ugly, right? So if you believe you are ugly, or people think you are ugly, 
what you can do to attract the beautiful ones to you is to carry value and ensure that your value is seen and heard by people. The, the beautiful one will come from every walk of life to come wine and dine and even convert you because you are. So when I noticed that people are stigmatizing me for being a single man, I told myself, that means I need to carry something that these people need, that they will see beyond the stigma and then they will come to me. And that was exactly what I did. I thought I, 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 I that in myself. I gained clarity of my journey. I know who I am. And I, and I crafted my message in a way that both young and old, married and single, divorced and separated, came to me for counsel. And that was how I, I, I gained because that trust again. That is simply amazing. I love how you say, carry something of value. And when you have something of value, people will see past yeah. our flaws, right? Or what exactly. we think is our flaws, right? So we yeah. can see, oh, being a single mom is a flaw, but that's actually one of your powerfulest gifts from God because now you know how to take care of single moms and divorced women exactly. and mm-hmm. even men because men, I'm sure you coach a lot of men too because they need to know how to come back from being the man that got divorced, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing. Exactly. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're doing is so amazing. And that brings me to your book because hearing your testimony only qualifies your writing ability, right? How you, you've written so yes. much books because you went through so much. So tell us about your books and how do we get copies of those books? Okay, so... Uh... The first book I wrote was titled Lady Before You Are Tested. You know, I had my traumatic experience just before my tested birthday. And uh, I I realized that there were some things I missed actually, you know. Um you know, oh, before 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 then I had this lucky I could become a lucky professor of lecturing and all of that and you know so but somewhere along the line I lost balance focus on that vision and that really you know messed a whole lot of things up about me so the first book i wrote was living for your city where i extensively wrote to young ladies um below the age of 30 and a little bit after 30 i helped them i i wrote about how to find that path in life as a woman and how to actually live a truly fulfilling life as a woman and that book was well read in all over the world, but that was my first breaking into the world of tough leadership and coaching because the book actually brought people to me. And the book is on Amazon, you can get on Amazon. And right after that, I wrote the book titled Clarity. You know, when I continued on my journey, I realized that many people lack clarity clarity in business, clarity in relationships. Spirituality, clarity in career, they lack it. They always gamble with their life. They, they, they rely so much on trial and hero. You know, today they are trying this more, they are trying that. They're just everywhere. They are not focused. They don't challenge their energy to, you know, particular things. And this has affected their growth, affected their growth, and put many on a rocking chair. You know, a rocking chair is just like a chair that is making movement. You know, making there's a motion, but there's no movement. You know. And that is where many people are. They actually 
you know, making motion. There is motion in rocking chair, but the motion is taking them nowhere. So I wrote clarity for people who are crossroads and make a decision about their career. They want to get an idea of who they are, what are they supposed to do, and all of this. The clarity was basically about making decisions with precision and focus. You know, um, clarity also is on Amazon. It can be gotten in Amazon as well. And then the last book I wrote was how to make more money. You know, um, as I said earlier, the finances or financial level, many women are not at the right in the world. Many women are actually living beyond the poverty line, or many women are actually relying on men, you know, and this always exposes them to all sorts of abuses. So I wrote how to make more money also to help, you know, women to expose them to um, financial sources or money-making secrets that they didn't know or that they are not really paying good attention to. How to make more money also is on Amazon. So these three books are power books that I recommend for anybody who wants to live a truly fulfilling and successful life. And I will say that your life is yours. You know, anything you want to do, you must have clearness of intent and trueness of purpose. Clearness of intent and trueness of purpose. If your intentions are not clear, there's every likelihood that you make grievous mistakes. And if you are not true to your purpose, you might end up, you know, looking at the other person and you just keep changing your skin every like a chameleon. You know, people are full of comparison and competition. Today they are on this line, but shoes, oh, it's no longer booming. This is the trend. People are making money with ABC. They leave what they are currently doing and they jump on the next thing. And this is how they keep living their life, jumping on the next trend. And they will not be known for anything at the end of the day. Right? So I wrote all those books to help women particularly live a life that I'm so passionate about this, about women because I believe that many times women are disadvantaged in many ways, right? But when they have um, true resources that would help them live a true feeling life, it always makes me happy. So my books are all on Amazon uh, and then I can, yeah, on, on Amazon, yeah, that's the difference. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Those are some powerful titles and powerful books. And listen, if you are on this broadcast tonight, get your copies there on Amazon. You can get the copy, read the book. I always believe in readers are leaders, right? Every leader yeah. reads because we have to continue mm-hmm. to develop ourselves. We can't leave the same way tomorrow the way that we are today. We have to get better. So leaders are readers, and we need to read, go get the books, and grow. Boss lady, how do we get in touch with you? If they want to work with you, want to coach with you, how do we do that? How do we reach you? Okay, so um, I have to reach um, via email, via my website. Um, I'm also very active on social media. Uh, my website is www.positivegroup.com. Positivegrowthcc.com. And uh, my email is uh, okay. You can actually use my, my, my company email as well. Positivegrowthcc at gmail.com as well. And then on Instagram, I'm still okay. Ajayi on the call. I don't know if um, my audience can actually drop that name. C O L U L O P E A J A Y I on the call. The same thing on 
on Facebook, but I really appreciate uh, uh, via email, cc at gmail.com. That's cc, like double c, right? I forgot c, double c at gmail.com. And my WhatsApp also is positivegoodcc.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Any final thoughts that you want to say to our listeners? I'm sorry, I didn't get that place. Any final words that you want to say to our listeners? Oh, yeah. Um, I really want to tell everyone that your life is totally yours. Life is for it, and God deals with everybody's ahead. Blaming the other person won't take you any further, not take you any further. When you're out, please ensure you ears before you go or do any other thing. On ill trauma, it leaves you in a vicious circle of the position. You know, just make sure you're ill. And do not believe any prediction that is going to empower you. Whatever anybody has said about you, don't believe it. Believe God's promise, God's value upon your life. And when you're not sure about who you are, please go back to yourself Try to, you know, listen to yourself. Try to, uh, you know, draft, craft a vision. If you can't do it yourself, please submit to coaching, submit to a mentor, submit to somebody who has done what you're trying to do. And they will help you, you know, um, you know uh, with your self-identity, with discovery, and personal transformation. And lastly, I would always tell you, Live and sleep. Life is precious. At no point whatsoever should you ever think of taking your life. You know, I've had many people who are frustrated and they feel like it's no longer worth it. They just want to edit off. Please and please, I beg of you, do not hand it. There's still a whole lot of life out there for you. You know, there were times in my life when I feel I'm just so bad. I suck at everything. I'm a failure. I think I should just end it all here, right? I, I'm, I'm grateful that I never do that. Now my story is everywhere. People are gaining, you know, strength, joining strength every day. You have a story that you need to tell. The world is waiting to hear from you. God has deposited something in you that is meant for global awakening and revival. There is no one person that God has created without nothing. No, we are all created for a purpose inside a unique one at like that. And you have everything in you to actually shine. Let the word feel. Don't succumb. Don't 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 cave in. Don't give up. God is still on your case. He's too much interested in you. And he wants to see you, you know, fulfill his purpose for your life. And I pray for you that everything that is actually bothering that making you feel, oh, life has to end. I release great upon you that at this moment you release you, you, you begin to experience a new, uh, a, a new, uh, a level of newness. And as we go into a new month, um, come tomorrow, I, I increase, I, I decree upon your life that you have increased voice of God, you have more angelic ministration, and you have um, a miracles that surpasses human imagination. Thank you.
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's truly an honor to have you here with us, and we bless you. God bless you. We bless you in the name of our Lord Jesus, because it's amazing when you put yourself out like that to let him have his way and to let him use you how he does for his glory to help people be healed, set free, and delivered, whether it's spiritually or financially or just to change your very mindset, which is truly a blessing. It's not a common thing to see people that truly want to see people be free. A lot of times people want to do things because they want the gain that comes with it, whether it's the finance or the fame. So it's truly amazing to see people that have a heart for God and a heart for his people. So we bless you. To our listeners all over the world, our diamond family, remember, when life applies pressure, we shine. There is a diamond in you if you just let the Lord use you and have his way through you. Until we meet again, shine on, diamonds, shine on. Yeah.